Galaxy. Chris Perillo here, driving once again to BrickCon, this time with family in the back seat. Hello. There's Diana in Jedi. She's waving. I was waving too. Again, I gotta get used to not doing that. They can't see us. We can't see them. That's usually how it works for us anyway, but I'm saying this is an audio. So Diana and I were in a conversation, or as Diana put it, Which would not be that interesting <laughs> to me uh, or to many of the people that I know. So this will not be a podcast about makeup. Uh, normally I do record the podcast simulcasting. It's on twitch.tv slash Chris Perillo. I'm not doing that today, obviously. I'm driving. Can't do that at the same time. You can head over there and become a sub of mine, potentially for free. Or, of course, you can pledge $5 a month on Twitch. And when you do... Oh, I'm sorry. I thought Jedi was going to explain something. Well, when you do become a sub, you get access to the Discord chat room for free. That's open 24-7. Oh, as soon as you start talking, then I stop, and then you stop. How's this going to work? Okay, I'm going to continue to explain. You first have to connect your Twitch account to your Discord account, which you probably have anyway. And magically, you'll have access to the Chris Perillo Cantina on Discord. Again... Head over to the Twitch profile, become a sub. Easy to do, free, potentially, if you have an Amazon Prime account connected to your Twitch account. What does Daddy have? She said maquillaje, which is makeup in Spanish. Oh, no, I don't have Spanish makeup. I don't even have English makeup. Or Klingon makeup. I have really no makeup at all. I'm not even making this up. We also have the Patreon account. Uh, Patreon.com slash Chris Perillo is where you can pledge and also get access to the Discord chat room open 24-7. Just saying those options are there for you so that when I'm not doing a live video like last night's TLDR, which was quite surprising, uh, the family showed up in that because there was a thunderstorm going on. And Wait until you see the very moment where thunder strikes nearby. Uh, we jumped and that was caught in an animated GIF and posted in social for posterity. So you can tune into TLDR Live. I'll be doing that uh, later today. The podcast is delayed uh, somewhat by a day because I forgot to upload one uh, the other day. It will be hosted on Anchor. Anchor.fm slash Chris Perillo is where you can find it before it goes into your podcast feed, whatever client you use to uh, take in podcasts. And there you can also use the app on iOS or Android. It's free to call in to the podcast when we're ready to start accepting call-ins. I'm not using Anchor's app right now uh, as I'm driving because it, it has a, a, a certain quirk specifically for producers. But for consumers right now, for the listeners, you, yeah, I know, it's okay. I, I'm telling them that they're fine and just calling in now, and then we can wait on integrating the call-ins. Don't worry about it, Jedi. We got it. We, the greater we in this car, we're having a... <clears throat> conversation about why I believe Diana may actually be a use case, or I guess a, a good uh, candidate for getting a Pixel instead of the iPhone. Because the number one issue that we've had over the years is not 
her telling me that she feels the software is worse because she's dropped the phone one too many times, which is a true story. She has told me that. I really believe that... You're not angry at me, are you? No. Okay. You didn't hear what I said, did you? No. Okay, well, let's go with what you're saying. <laughs> this is what I'm saying. Uh, because the Pixel has the feature, effectively, where you can store an unlimited amount of original quality photos and video from a Pixel into Google Photos, at least for the next three years for this upcoming Pixel 2 and Pixel 2 XL, that is very compelling. And I know that it would solve a huge problem for Diana. We've already been migrating away from Apple's uh, ecosystem for messaging because I, I've kind of been forced to, and I explained to her uh, this time around that it would actually be beneficial for her because she runs out of storage. Even in a high-capacity phone or you know phone that has a lot of storage, uh, she's always running out because she's messaging, and all those photos are synchronized, and you can kind of go through and, and remove some photos, but then they still take up space. You don't have that issue with certain cloud-based messenger services. So not only would you have the ability to free up a great amount of space in your phone, but all those photos are truly backed up without paying any extra for that storage. And Apple, I believe, is never going to make that move. And Diana you know, asked me to qualify that because Apple's kind of in a position where they don't need to. Google's right now not even in second place. It's, it's a distant runner to the iPhone, not just in terms of branding. And that's going to be an uphill battle for Google to face, but uh, I've already shared my thoughts on that in the video that went public late last night, uh, ways that Google can effectively, quote-unquote, beat Apple in this, uh, in this game, so to speak, that uh, really never ends. And I, I think for most people, when they recognize their current problems in having too many photos and videos, whatever that means, because people like Diana will take... 4,000 shots that pretty much look all the same. <laughs> but they're all good. But they're all, okay, <laughs> good. I think that is a very subjective viewpoint. But you only effectively need one, in my opinion, especially if they look so similar. Well, in other devices, you only can keep one because you can't just keep upgrading storage. And it's not about having removable media. It's just about knowing where those photos are going to go and that you're going to be able to get them indefinitely. And I think this, to me, is, is probably one of the biggest selling points for the Pixel. And I really do hope they put that front and center. I know they did it with an advertisement last year. Uh, it wasn't prevalent enough. Uh, they, they really need to do a better job with that because I believe that uh, for most people, their primary camera is their phone. Whatever that phone is, whatever that camera is. And if you run out of space... <laughs> You can't really use your camera. Where are you gonna where are you where are you gonna put those photos? And then you stress out. Well, which photos do I keep? Which videos do I keep? Do if, you think Google will start charging in the future? I would or be surprised if they did. Would that be like taking steps back? It would not be without precedent because Microsoft has taken a position where they've offered unlimited storage in their OneDrive account, and some people took advantage of that. They weren't expecting that people would, you know use an unlimited amount of space in their cloud drive and so they kind of pulled back and that upset a lot of people some people didn't care because honestly it's it's a microsoft service that not a lot of people find all that compelling if google were to make such a move it would certainly be i think concerning but storage 
is getting to the point where it, it, it's it's getting more and more affordable. And the way that they figured out how to pull this off is, you know, relatively, uh, I think, smart uh, in terms of being able to offer the service without the fear of it getting pulled back. And it, it gives them a chance to have a value add to getting, let's say, a Pixel device, a Pixel phone as a, as a, as a value add. So I would be shocked if they pulled it back for everybody um, and, 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 and kept it just for the Pixel devices, although it, it would be a good move. It's also good for them to keep as, uh, if, if it is a loss leader, as a marketing tactic, as an option for people because there are so many places to store your online photos. Where are you going to do it? It doesn't cost Google that much revenue, you know, in terms of the value that they may get from a marketing perspective. The last thing they'd want to do is say, all right, no more unlimited uploads and photos because currently they have a cap where it's, it's, it's a certain size or, you know, a resolution, not the original resolution necessarily, uh, or uh, the video that you upload may, you know, be um, kind of uh, uh, pushed down in quality. So, like, when I've uploaded the, the, the vlog footage to uh, Google, it will effectively render a 60 frame per second video as a 30 frame per second video, which doesn't, you know, concern me all that much. I'm not... I'm not, you know, crying about it because again, it's it's a compelling offer. So there is always a possibility that they will pull back, but it, it would surprise me if they did because uh, I think they've 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 positioned themselves as providing a tremendous value for any user. Uh, but you know, if, if they did, it, it, it would probably uh, be to benefit the sales of a Pixel. Although I don't think that would be a very a very good move at all. So yeah, I think. Uh, I think a Pixel would be good for you, and and I'm looking at it from the aspect of knowing what the pain points are, not just with iOS, but just the way that Apple handles things. It seems that Google's taking a different approach in terms of creating a compelling user experience. Let me ask you this. Just assume that we're not talking about operating systems and platforms and, and phones. Would that be, on its own, a compelling feature? Would that be important enough for you to be a deciding factor? in terms of the way that you've been used to it, where you have to keep a certain amount of photos, your phone, run, run, your phone runs out of space, or you have an option and an opportunity to effectively, for the, 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 the lifetime of the phone, uh, or you know, as far as its warranty is concerned, or before it becomes a, a bit outdated, uh, keep an unlimited amount of original quality photos and videos in the cloud to be able to access at any time. Yes, I definitely would switch for just that because it's so stressful trying to record and then all of a sudden it says oh you run out of space and I can't finish recording and then I have to spend like 30 minutes deleting pictures and then having to decide which pictures I want to delete and then sometimes I don't even want to delete pictures but I have to I feel like I have to delete them and then they're gone and I'm still sad about that but yes it stresses me Would you appreciate it if Apple did it? Oh my gosh, yes. They're not going to do it, hon. That's not, don't don't get the idea that Apple, you can uh, write a sternly worded tweet <laughs> and they don't care. It's just not in their uh, business model, unfortunately. It would make my life so much easier. I wouldn't have to stress about that. So then, in terms of, let's say we've moved off of Apple's platform for messaging into another platform. How has that gone for you? Um, well, I've done it before with the Samsung, um, what was it called? Note. 
No, oh, yeah, the Note 4. Yeah, and I liked it. I liked the big screen. I liked the color, the, the like, faux leather back. Well, that wasn't the phone, though. I mean, yeah, it was the phone, but I'm saying in terms of a, a messaging platform, because I, I said, all right, we're going to be moving over here instead of using what we used to use. Your reaction initially was a lot of pushback, but then I I showed you a little more of what you could do on the, the new messaging platform and then mentioned the benefit that all those photos and videos that you may share between us or between anybody on the platform stay in the cloud so you can access them from anywhere, anytime versus, you know, having to re-download them to your phone taking up space. I think I'm just so used to something like the iPhone that it's a little bit intimidating to switch over to something else because... I feel like I'm not going to get the full effect because I have to relearn a lot of things and um, sometimes it's pretty easy and they make it pretty intuitive, but it's still a little bit, I think, um, intimidating to switch over because I feel like I don't know what I'm doing. Well, that's fair. I didn't want to like, you know, stop you. From saying that you didn't know what you were doing. We should take a poll if I should switch. Well, let's not do that. <laughs> that is a not good idea. And whatever they decide. No, that's definitely happens. not a good idea. <laughs> I disagree. There is going to be no poll. <laughs> I already see the poll. They're already tweeting me. Yeah, I'm sure they are. <laughs> I'm just yeah, I'm sure they are. Well, your brother didn't have a good time when he tried to move from uh, iOS to Android a few years ago. Seamless integration. It's yeah. the ecosystem. Google's trying. It's moving that direction. Mm -hmm. You know, being able to provide alternative compelling experiences, but of course that costs more money because if you already have something that provides a solution, why would you make a lateral move? So no, I, I, I've pretty much said the same thing yeah. for years. It's not just about one device for so many people. It's about how those devices interoperate with each other. So you, you're, you're not... You're, Remember the Chromebook? I loved that. No, I did. the Chromebook was... I, I did too. I'm not going to say loved, but I really, really liked it. I've been yeah. talking about it in, in recent days, specifically in light with the uh, Pixelbook. The Chromebook's kind of overtaken the education market. There are a lot of very affordable, low-cost Chromebooks. Well, if I can, I'm not going to make any promises. If I can try to get a review unit, I mean, you, you, there's a possibility you can get another Chromebook. Oh, that'd be neat. Yeah. Possibly. Really? You can? You can use Apple software on a <laughs> on a platform that's not controlled by Apple? This is news to me! Wow! Breaking news, everybody! How am I supposed to edit? Oh, I don't know! <laughs> Just download iMovie to your uh, your Chromebook. Oh, that's it? <laughs> that's not it. it does, that was sarcasm. Oh, okay. <laughs> Once again, sarcasm. Yeah, no, if, if only it was that, uh, that easy. I mean, I'm sure there are cloud-based editors, but... That is probably one of the things that uh, Google has to begin working on if it intends on being a, a replacement for a traditional type of PC. Uh, oh, crap. Is this... Well, those, those are parked cars that we were <laughs> sitting behind. Like, there were two cars ahead of us that were moving, and then we weren't moving. Where are they going? 
We're going into a parking garage, baby. Soon. That's the parking garage right there. See how it has many levels? Yeah. You can drive on the ramp and go around and around and around until you find an open spot. Now, the problem is we are in Seattle, which means parking is going to cost us more than access to the event. Uh, and, you know, that's not a unique situation either. But, you know, I, I wanted this to be a, uh, one of the, the first uh, events that Jedi went to that wasn't produced by us. So this is pretty much... To my knowledge, this is Jedi's first con. And uh, I got the uh, special printed brick since I get the exhibitor badge every year. I need a car. You need a car? Yeah, hey, I slow down. You're not even car. you're not even close I to 16. Well, we're, we're... I need a car. Okay. Uh well, they don't have cars here, baby. A little Lego car? Well, there will definitely be plenty of bricks. Oh, look at this. It's $15 for parking today. Man, that's cheap. Mine was like 20 when I came here uh, a couple of days ago. Oh, man. Yeah, that is very nice. All right, I'm going to pull in here. Hi. We're paying for parking, baby. Thank you. Thank you. This was a fun podcast. We'll see how people react. I'm not even sure how many podcast listeners we have. We're going to go around and around and around on the ramp until we find a space that we like. you see a space that you like, you just, you say something. The only thing that we can't do... You need a little Lego car? We will look for some Lego car for you. Okay. Two seats in the Lego car? They may have them. They sell uh, minifigures here. Um, and uh, we can get you a minifigure that'll fit in the car. Uh, I don't know if they sell individual cars. We may have to it's end up buying sets. Yeah, for you. That's what I'm saying. I'm going to drive. Oh, you, you mean like in a Lego car? Yeah, I'm awake. They don't have that here though, baby. I, I, I don't think we have any cars here. We, we only have a whole bunch of bricks. That's why they call it Brick Con. Maybe... We're looking for a parking spot. It's a very busy day. For a busy day? Yeah, a lot of people like to come to BrickCon. We are one of those families. Oh, there's a spot. That's a good spot. Except that Mr. Minivan doesn't know how to park. Do you remember when you were still dating and no. you brought me here? Yeah, your badge is right. Hun, this is, this is your badge. Yeah. Put it on. Now, Jedi, your brick badge is going to begin to grow with your new brick. No. Y yeah. I'm blue. Well, we have blue bricks, but your name was printed on a red brick. Oh, keep the bricks on there, though. We don't want to lose those bricks. Okay. I've got to say, that was one of the best dates ever. That was awesome. It was so unique. Yeah. All right, everybody. Uh, we are here at BrickCon.
I love you. I appreciate you. And may the may the what do we say at the end of it? Well, you don't have to whisper. You can actually say it. May the force be with you.